0: Hi everybody and welcome to Philly's Backstage. I'm Tom Burgoyne joined by my buddy John Brazier and John sitting next to us, the writer, the director, the producer of Bedlam at the Bank, the 2022 Philly's highlight film. And Tom,
1: this is history. This Go ahead. is uh, podcast history. Uh, we have never had a repeat guest, oh. right? Because well, yeah, Video Dan we could have on every week True. because Video Dan could tell he's he's our historian he's got the greatest stories ever uh you know was great friends in la that says it all right there but we're bringing him back not to tell stories or about his career we are bringing him back to talk about the
0: bedlam in the bedlam at the ballpark john which, which and already
1: has one hundred and fourteen thousand views on, on philly's youtube and we're
0: gonna talk about i just want to for the record uh, quentin tarantino called me the other day okay. and i yep. uh, wanted to come on the podcast i said sorry we, uh, we, we have another guy, uh, right. you know. Give me a call back. And Marty, uh, Scorsese called yeah. me the other day too. I I said, call sorry, Marty, you guys yeah, are yeah, great yeah, Marty. But uh,
2: Video Day. what's up, brother? Happy New Year. How you doing with John? A, First of all, you year can't say video
1: yes. without doing Harry
0: Cows. Video
1: Day.
0: what's up, Virage? Uh How Much, fellas. John just mentioned it, and we were talking about it a little bit before. How cool is it that the Phillies highlight film this year is? out there for the whole universe to see on YouTube.
2: It's a beautiful thing because you can see it whenever you want, wherever you want. You know, you can watch it on your phone. I recommend you go home and watch it on a great, big smart TV and crank up the volume and enjoy all the thrills that happened in October in South Philadelphia. Yeah, and And,
1: and you notice that there's less Fanatic
2: because the team team does really well. I I tell the Fanatic's friend all the time, I said, if we're having a horrible year, he's the star of the highlight. Well, right? can I
0: just say, uh, you know, I go down, I'm with the Fanatic, we pop up on YouTube, and uh, we get to watch it, and the Fanatic is sitting there. He can't wait to see himself parachuting into Citizens Bank Park to start the season Cutting it. room floor video. Oh, it, it, time, you uh, the fanatic risking his life didn't make the highlight. Was film? it because it wasn't a smooth landing? Oh, it was not.
2: Right, <laughs> but but seriously, balance it out. Kyle Schwarber's leadoff home run and the fanatic parachute again. Oh, pretty on. easy. That's Pri- true. Got a good point it's there. Tom. Listen,
0: you're probably the guy who enjoyed the Kevin Millwood no hitter in 2003 more than the fanatic birthday party and that I day. I
2: believe we did use <laughs> the fanatic zip line from that day. Yes, at, to lead into Millwood's no hitter. Well, there so, you go. The fanatic some gets some love. All
1: right, Tom. Let's go. Since we have video, right? The the basically the unofficial historian of the Phillies. Let's go back, like way back, yes. right? So this is their video yearbook, right? So again, go on Philly's YouTube channel. Bedlam at the bank. Uh, it is about an hour and fifteen Se- minutes or so. Minutes. 70, Seventy minutes. minutes. Yeah. Uh, and a fantastic. I mean, really, if you want to recreate or relive uh, last year, all the great moments. I mean, I saw. I've saw it now several times, and just get goosebumps, right? You forget how many great moments there were, of which we'll go through. But talk about, you know, way back when, How? what was the f- first iteration of this?
2: Well, the genesis of this, now we were talking about in the 70s, NFL films used to do the Phillies – highlight film and it was a half hour long and I remember you could never see it anywhere it was it would be on once in January at like 8 o'clock at night and if you missed it you missed it and you it. couldn't
0: buy it anywhere no you couldn't. can I just say yeah. my gr- memory vivid memory as a kid going to our sports banquets uh, you know at the end of the year and all the kids would get a trophy for you know basketball football or uh, baseball and uh, the highlight would, and usually they bring in a Philly to you know sign autographs but the highlight was always they would show the video uh, yeah. Uh, the, the Video, um, you know, highlight film, and it was narrated by John oh, Facenda and always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah, you the know, voice
2: of God. Nobody <laughs> plays better defense than the Philadelphia <laughs> Phillies. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's like yeah, yeah. frozen tundra of <laughs> yeah, I mean, that stadium. And, and, and it's sort of like, yeah, you're right. Nobody does, th- you know, like it got you going.
1: Oh my gosh. And, and but, so, but so we you're are no saying control g- there because it was all I
2: parceled out I mean, right. a little bit. Well, they would come over and do it, and I'm sure they would. it would have to be approved by the Phillies. But, right. you're
0: saying like in the the 50s and the 60s like there was no, uh, no highlight film uh-huh. it really started in I'd, the 70s i'd say it started
2: okay. in like 72 there was a video one that, i don't know i think maybe channel six did it i'm not sure but then okay. in 74 through 81 i believe it was nfl films.
1: and then then and mike then, tolan and, and took over well, what it
2: was was mlb productions took over okay and i think every team got a highlight film and mike tolan who had uh, graduated from stanford but was a philly guy Worked for MLB Productions and always did our stuff, and was very close to David and and the, the marketing people. And then in 1987,
1: well, hold, hold on, go yeah, back and tell sure. Mike Tolan. We've had him on our right. podcast before. Mike Tolan went on to do a lot uh, of things: yeah. Summer Catch and yeah. Arliss, and he's
2: now movie producer and director, and yep. has you know has had a brilliant career. He did in the Hollywood, Michael Jordan right for the last documentary, right for the last almost thirty years. So Mike. Mike started his own company, left MLB Productions, and uh, proposed to the Phillies, hey, Mike Schmidt's five home runs away from his 500th. How about we do a documentary following Schmidt up until he hits the 500?" And the Phillies said, yeah, go ahead, give it a try. And Mike wanted a camera in the clubhouse for that and so they said well you can ask dan stevenson if he'll do it so they rented me a broadcast camera and i would get down in the dugout whenever mike was at bat just in case he hit it and he hit two of them while i was down
1: and let me ask a question sure. at that point just as far as access right what was the uh, vibe like in the dugout from the from the player's perspective, that a camera is, right. like, was that intrusive at the time, I, or was that think, kind of?
2: I think they knew because there had been a, a crew following Schmidt all through spring training, and a lot of those guys got to be in this production, right. so, so they were cool with it, and they knew me, so they figured, oh, it's okay. And so, no, no I didn't hear any complaining about it at all. Uh, But then when Mike went on the road, they had to hire a crew to follow him, and of course it ended up in Pittsburgh where he hits his 500-thumb run. And what it wound up being was a great movie, and it was a great documentary about Schmidt. but the key to it was it was narrated by a teammate, which was Glenn Wilson, telling the story of his friend Mike Schmidt instead of an announcer telling the story. And that's what sort of stuck with everybody, how successful that storytelling element was, to have it told by a friend or a guy that was there in the first person. And so the following year is 1988, and Mike pitched to the Phillies, we would like to do the highlight film instead of MLB Productions, and we're going to call it the Video Home Companion. So 1988 was the first one of these, and it was uh, Harry and Whitey as themselves talking about the Phillies instead of as announcers uh, the following year was Nick Leva. Then we had uh, 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 Tug did it because it was the 10th anniversary of the 80 Phillies. And it really wound up being a good formula for, for storytelling. Uh, in 1991, I approached Mike and I said, I think I can edit this myself. I know I'm, I'm doing all the shooting, but I'd like to be the editor too. And uh, David Montgomery said, go ahead, give it a shot. And uh, as we all know, David liked to grow things and nurture things and, and within the place. So all of a sudden the Phillies are doing this in house, which was, and was
1: this the first of any ballpark? Is any other club?
2: I don't think so. Major league baseball doing this. I don't think so. I don't think to this day, any other club. (laughs) And it's interesting because over the years we've been approached, like I, I believe the one year, the Cardinals, Jack Buck passed away. And then one of their players passed away. Um, And all of a sudden, they realized, and they made the postseason, and they realized how much emotion was a part of that season they should document, and they called up and they asked me if I could do it. Hmm. And I, I said, no, I'm working for the Ayatollah Khomeini that week. You know, it's like the Cardinals, they're, they're the enemy. I'm not yeah, helping them. That's not <laughs> happening. Right. I, you know, so <laughs> it, it was interesting that other teams would reach out. And I said, you know, MLB Productions will help you. Right. But it's it's not that thing. The Nationals called us a couple of years ago, mm. I think the first year they made the playoffs. And I, I said, I can't really help you. You have to start it in spring training. You can't just say, right. oh, we're going to put highlights together from the year. It just won't work like that. So, uh, yeah, as far as I know, we are the only team that does it in-house.
0: Yeah, and you've had uh, a lot of narrators over the years. Everybody. Who are, who are some of your favorites?
2: Uh, you know what? The, the funny thing is, okay, 91 was the first year I did this, and our first decision was Cruck, And I'm thinking, eh, this could go one way or the other. He was one-take John. Nice. He understood exactly what the script meant, mm-hmm. what it took, and, and he, was, he was excellent. And I did not go along with his, you know, his public Persona, demeanor. Yeah. I mean, he was really good at. It. I said, "Boy, this guy's—he's going to wind up in the media when this is all over." And he obviously did. Yeah. And he's been a go-to guy for me over the years for a lot of different stuff. But he was great, and and he understood what we were doing, and we got through it uh, brilliantly. And it was uh, it was fun.
1: Yeah. Now I talked about access before. It's interesting because you have a great relationship with the players or you always have, uh, and they trust you as, as one of them. Right. So, yeah. you know, I know in 93, you, you did, you know, you and LA did some stuff on the beach. Right. And yeah. I mean, but they're only going to do that if they trust the, the camera guy right. or the storyteller, they, they
2: know that this stuff's not going <clears> to <throat> pop up anywhere else. Right. And, uh, so yeah, we've never had a problem, never had a problem with the players. And, and the only you know problem is when I got moved out of there, uh, really to start doing this more, uh, Kevin Camisholi took over for me in the clubhouse as the everyday video guy and I would be in there like half the time. So the guys knew me, but they didn't know me on an everyday basis and, and then Kevin wound up traveling with him. Uh, but like for example, when Cole Hamill's pitch is no hitter in Chicago, Kevin knew that okay, I'm gonna get to what's going on in the clubhouse afterwards and he shot so he knew that he could shoot some really good stuff there half a dozen times when Charlie got, a, a, a milestone and the players would present him with something and Kevin would shoot that in the clubhouse which yeah. was always fun but uh, no we've never had a problem with the player saying I don't want that here <laughs> there have been guys that have been traded over here look at me like who's that guy right. and, and somebody say, mm-hmm. like just ask Dutch you know Dutch says, it's okay. says and, it's okay and that was the end of it
0: and there it uh, is like, well you mentioned Crock uh, being a good narrator I'm sure there are guys who, uh, who maybe took more than one take
2: <laughs> yeah there were, but for the most, <laughs> for the most part, part I was pretty surprised good. how good most of these guys and they, they get it it takes about an hour to do and they and what we used to do is have the voiceover done at, at nfl films which was an excuse to go there which everybody wants to do so that was fun we'd go over there and first thing you see is a giant picture of harry on the wall and uh, you know we we get the tour from the Ed Sable that would show us all around awesome, or Steve Stable. And, uh, it, so it was, that was kind of easy to get guys to well,
0: do. When we did, uh, uh, channel surfing fanatic yeah. was the first video we right. did together. And, uh, we went over to NFL films to edit it. And John, it is, it, it's like a dream come true yeah. video. Dan and I are sitting in director chairs. We have these guys who are in front of us who are editing this thing or putting in sound effects and, and some of the music sound effects and some of the music. And, uh, and it's just like, no, let's put the, in you know, a little sound effect here. You know, at one point, like the Fanatics ATV blows up. Yeah, let's spark. A and, and it was just like, bing, bang, boom. But it, we just felt like, yeah, you know, Hollywood any. moguls, it's me and Video cool. Dan, you know. Yeah, and the Emmys are all over the wall. And it's just really cool. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever. Or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: Now, I guess the, the other part as far as making the video itself, now you said you can't just put together highlights, right? right. So. Uh, guys like Mike Lecision and Sean Rainey, and you know guys in that video area, like, even from the get-go in spring training. I remember in spring training, you used to, you know, f- uh, sure actually ride. document a lot of like if Angela Cataldi on WIP yeah. was interviewing Dave Montgomery or interviewing yeah. a player. You know, oftentimes that would be in the highlight reel because yeah. they'd make some prediction or they'd make some right. comment that eventually would come yeah. true. So, but but you guys are kind of documenting everything, right? Every little storyline. Right. And I'm I I'm guarantee you. I, I guess you're cataloging everything so you can yep. refer back to it quickly. Yep. But you really can't. You, you got to wait till the whole season plays out so, to the because, last out. To the really, last out. Because really. think about think about the tone of the. And I said this last podcast. Think about the tone. If all of a sudden we don't win one of the games in Houston mm-hmm. and we don't make the playoffs, well, that's a whole different tone, uh, whole different story. You just get more fanatic. Yeah. That's all. Right. You Get more fanatic. <laughs> but so you got to <laughs> wait till the, the whole. You got to wait till the whole season plays out. Yeah. And then you then you kind of create the story. And right. you're this you're right. the one that basically creates that story right
2: and, right? and uh, to give you a good sideline on that in 2008 you know obviously we know something special's going on and I'm like okay who's going to be my, my narrator and, and we've used Jimmy Chase and Ryan they've each done it multiple times so I didn't want to use them and I'm looking and I'm like Brad Lidge has Brad a great Lidge. voice and, yep. I said, and I said I gotta ask him to, to do it and I said but suppose I ask him and he blows a save Ooh, yeah, yeah. Right, like, right so I can't ask him while the regular season's going on and so then we get to the the first round of the playoffs. I, said, uh, I can't ask him <laughs> now. You know, we, we just got past Milwaukee. I said, so we get to the Dodgers, and I'm like, I have to ask him before the World Series. So finally, we beat the Dodgers, come back here, and I said, Brad, I have a big favor to ask you. He goes, what? I said, I'd like you to narrate the Phillies highlight film this year, and he's like, "Oh, you don't want me?" And I mean, I just got here, and this guy's here forever. I said, "Well, it's kind of... I want your point of view as a guy who's been an outsider, right? Playing against us. Now he's in the middle of it. How you know?" He goes, "Why don't you use Pat?" I said, "Pat Burrell." I said, "Well, Pat's already done it before, and we kind of knew this. Pat wasn't going to be back with us. I said that would be awkward to have him narrate the highlight film, and then he's a free agent right after that." So Brad agreed to do it, and I'm like, "Okay, please don't blow a save in the World right, Series." Right? Did.
0: Why did you uh, have to ask him before the World Series? Couldn't you just wait until uh, the because season I end? didn't
2: know they might all disappear. Well, okay, yeah and, yeah. and suppose he said no, and then I'd be like, "I got to ask somebody else." Really
0: scrambling, so, yeah.
2: Oh, and that did happen a couple of years later, but. Um, I told, he said, well, I'm not going to be back in Philly. I said, well, what we'll do is you'll go to a recording studio in Denver and I'll be on the phone listening to you. And I would never done that before. I was really nervous. That wouldn't work. But I did not start writing it until the day after the parade. because And the parade, to me, is the biggest part of the story. Sure. Parade. Absolutely. Yep. And so I knew I had, they wanted it finished by December 1st, and this is October 31st. I'm like, all right, I got one month to do literally 99% of this and i was like all right it's just going to be a lot of all nighters and that's what happened and so we wrote the script sent it to Brad he did the narration and i could hear on the phone i said this sounds pretty good but i won't know till i hear it we got the the recording back i'm like oh my god he nailed it, it. did a great yeah, job
1: yeah. now how many how many times and it could be there but have, have you had players uh push back on maybe the voice, oh, yeah, yeah. right. Or, or yeah. how you're saying it or how you're well, right. Cause everyone has their own voice and style. Right. right. And what? so you send something and I'm sure thinking about their voice and right. style, yep. but they could have their own feedback.
2: Right. Well, it's funny. Cause I, you know, I sent Kyle the script. Usually I don't give him the script ahead of time, but Kyle asked for it. And I, and this is Kyle Schwarber who narrated this year's. And uh, mm. I said to him, and I've never met Kyle Schwerber because we had to do it on the phone as well. We were trying to get him back to Philly, but he couldn't. And he's in Ohio. He's in Ohio. So we found a studio in, Hawaii, uh, in Ohio for him to do the voiceover. So we're just talking on the phone. I said, if there's anything you don't want to say, he goes, there's a couple things I'm not comfortable with. I said, good, we'll just change it while we're doing it. And that's what happened. And it was minor stuff, but it was, you know, it made the show better. And he was more comfortable with it. Um, and usually if a guy says something, I'll say, okay, well, say it this way. And we'll, we'll do it that way. But uh, he was terrific, I thought. He, yeah, I, and you know, it was 8 dude, in the morning
1: too, yeah, right? Didn't yeah, it do was it?
2: real early in the morning, which I couldn't believe he wanted to do that. But I can barely talk at 8 in the morning. But yeah, he, no, know, he was
1: great. You know it's funny? Like we have Fantasy Camp, which is starting, I guess, in about whatever, 10 days or so. Um, but it's funny. When we think of legends, you know, the former players that come down to Fantasy Camp – you really got to think about you know not, you know what they're you know what people think of them as far as you know former players, but more importantly, it's you know will people connect with them? Will right. they will they right. enjoy themselves at the bar and and talk to you know Fred so and so from yeah. you know South Jersey and this and that? You know, with not blowing them off, someone that really gets it, right? right. And in the same vein, you're the guy you're picking for that. You've got to work right. with them. Yeah. They also have to be flexible. they got to be have a good personality, right? right? Yeah. So it's, it's probably very, just like that. You're yeah. trying to find someone that fits that.
2: Yeah. And we really haven't had too many, you know, guys that I said, oh, this wasn't the right choice. Right. Um, I was telling Tom, there, there, there was one that I think it wasn't fair to the narrator for me to ask him to do this, and that was Bobby Abreu, because he didn't speak English as his primary language. And in 2004, we opened the ballpark, and, uh, and Bobby had a great year. He had 30 for 30, 30 and 30, and made the all-star team. And I'm like, well, Bobby should narrate, but I can't put him out there by himself, so maybe we'll get Bobby and Jimmy to have a conversation. Those two really liked each other mm-hmm. to begin with. So we actually recorded it in this building for the first time. We had a little sound booth down there, and I knew right away Bobby wasn't comfortable with – some of the stuff I'd written because he couldn't pronounce things and he didn't understand. So we had a little segment. If the if the phrase was really awkward, he'd do it in Spanish and we'd put Bobby's Spanish lesson and <laughs> nice, put it in English right, on yeah, the yeah. screen. And I, I actually watched it last night. It really He did a great job considering yeah. we had asked him something really different. Did that
1: happen it's to be the year that... Uh, Fanatic had Spongebob SquarePants on the back of his four-wheeler <laughs> no. and Spongebob, they're going up the right field ramp and Spongebob does a face plant no. and, and Fnatic doesn't know that and, and then the game got delayed or the inning got delayed because Bobby Abreu was laughing so hard watching Spongebob <laughs> get scraped off the concrete uh, floor. Getting scraped off. Uh. It didn't
0: make the highlight film, Dan. Uh, music is a big part yes, always yes. of your music videos uh, video, Dan, and I love your process. You know, you have a long commute back right. and forth to the, com- and you that's what you do. You listen to music yeah,
2: over and over again yeah
0: how, you listen to stuff outside of bruce springsteen yeah. <laughs>
2: uh, bruce he, takes a vacation like in the month of august september
0: video Dave purposely didn't get serious satellite radio because he knew if he got it he'd get the springsteen channel and would, that's all that's he would okay. listen to 24 <laughs> 7 it's actually true i know yeah. so uh how um, were you happy with the music uh in in this year's video and i want to also ask you about that last song that, that's played during the okay. credits
2: well what, what happens is um I remember I started editing these things in 91. That was the the year that Kruck began. And I remember talking to Mike Tolan's guys that had done it the year before. I said, where do you get, I didn't even know. I said, where do you get the music? And they said, we use a company called APM, American Production Music. And the guy said to me, he goes, it's stuff you would never listen to. And I'm like, I can't be right. And it was all on CDs. I said, said, there's got to be stuff in there that, you know, that's listenable. And I like the music to help move along the narrative. So I got, I, and you had to get CDs from them. They'd mail them to you. And I listened to them in my car on the way back. I said, all right, this is good. This is good. This is good. And then NFL Films Library opened up like a couple years later. So we had access, and that's the greatest music in the world. And we had access to that. So, uh, and plus, they would do like a theme and then repeat the theme in different instruments and different uh, speeds and different moods. And so I always try to start with that every year, like this year, the, the, the music you hear at the very beginning, is and it was just something they just come out with a couple months before and we use that for 60 seconds and then we bring it back during the postseason season so you, so the listener can you know get a reference and okay I re, I you know okay that music okay and it it signals yeah this is when good stuff is happening right and so um yeah I listen to a lot of that stuff and try to figure out what's going to work and you never know uh you know until you edit it if if it works or not and if I may interject here we were uh talking about while we were doing this, the, the process now is that I write it and I figure out the music and I figure out what plays I want it. And we, and we separate it into like three minute segments or four minute segments. I send it up to the, uh, the editors that are on staff here now. <laughs> and we knew that the postseason was just such great stuff. And I told uh, Sean Rainey, I said, I, I wanna do this first. So we make sure we get the ending right. So Mike Lecision was the editor and I would send him stuff, and he would send it to me back. I'm going, oh, my God, this is great. I mean, he really did an hmm. incredible job. Awesome. And one of the things I noticed was it seemed like the network coverage was better. Uh, I, I don't remember guys in on the bench going as crazy as they used to. Like in 2008, guys didn't. Jump up! Yeah, and down it was, and that, I think that's why
1: the city bonded with his team, right? Because they, they just show it showed that they had fun and that they really liked each right. other.
2: So I'm watching this. I'm getting excited. You know, I, the only thing I because I'm not full time anymore. I'm uh, I so I watch all the games on television, and obviously they were captivating and it was great. But when I saw the stuff that these guys had shot, and then the, the way the network was shooting, and then putting all that together, I'm like, wow, this is just This is so much fun to watch, let alone work on it. And it was just, uh, so I got to give hats off to Mike. He did an unbelievable Mm -hmm. job. There were four other editors on the thing, and everybody did a great job, but... Mike sort of took the back end of it and made it his own and really did an awesome job with
1: I it. I mean, even when you take the playoffs away, right, let's just look at the regular season. There were so many storylines yeah. that I'm sure you're following throughout the year. Yeah. You know, Bryce Harper getting hurt. Yeah. You know, Joe Girardi getting fired. Rob Thompson, team going on fire. Yeah. You know, all the individual moments, whether it's, you know, I, I remember one of the most exciting for me. Uh, remember, Gary Stubbs hits the yeah. walk-off home yeah. run on a Sunday, yeah. right? Uh, and just, I mean, yeah bomb that ball. Yeah. Or Bryson Stott's right. walk off on run. The emergence with of the, the daycare. kid praying. Right. Em- you right. Yeah, right. With the yeah. kid right. praying. Right. What a <laughs> right. great story. The emergence yeah, the emergence of the daycare, right? And then the bullpen getting better. Right. And again, this is all before uh, we even get to the yeah. playoffs, and yeah. then the playoffs obviously writes itself, and so many right. unbelievable. I mean, right re- Reese Hoskins, you know, the oh, home run, and he, just, the loudest I've ever heard the ballpark. He slams a bat down. Yeah. Bryce Harper's, you know, eighth inning home Cassiano's run. Catches. Yeah. Cassiano's yeah. catches, Cassiano's yeah. great catches, yeah. 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 right? JT's yep. inside the park home run. Yep. You had a lot I mean, to work with, video.
2: Yeah, it was uh, it was actually easy. You know, like I said, the years when the fanatic is the star of the Hollywood right. film, it's not easy. Nothing against the fanatic. Of course. But uh, there is no story, so you got to make one up. This time, you didn't have to make one up. Well, right. And you had
1: to show the downtimes, too, because yeah. the— Right. You know, I know for me, the the nadir, the bottom, bottom of the bottom was— Swept I think,
2: by the Cubs.
1: Right. Well, yeah. the Cubs and also the Giants. Right. Remember, the Giants, we got swept swept after by the, the Giants. the All-Star. Game. Right. Yeah. And that was uh, Gabe Kapler coming into yeah. town. And yeah. and I remember I, that was—we had Top Gun night. And Miles Teller threw out the first pitch and blah, blah, right, blah. Yeah. And I remember I was going to walk him out of the Diamond Club uh, at the end, and, and John Middleton was down there. And John's great as far as going all around the ballpark and engaging with our fans. And some fan got into it with John, and, uh, oh. you know, and John held had restraint. But I remember we were walking out of there, and Miles said to John, i say, how do you deal with this, John? This is, you, know, these, you know, fans can be tough in this city. Uh-huh. And he's like, and, and John is, again – Gets it. If anybody gets it, <laughs> yeah. he's like, "Wow, the way the greatest fans, you know, I, I'd yeah. be upset too." Yeah, right. Which is the perfect response. Yep. And then I think from that point on, I think Joe Girardi got fired yeah. like not too long ago, yeah. right? Yeah. But just the ebbs and flow of this year were just—it's uh, it, it, a perfect story.
2: Another thing we didn't touch on was the Alec Bohm incident, Mm. which which I thought was tremendous. That he had the foresight to say, All right, I said something really stupid. I'm going to own up to it immediately. Yep. And fans still embrace that. The next day they gave him a standing. Oh, I I was even surprised at that Uh, it it
0: reminded me of the schmitty moment you know when he came out he ripped the fans and then he came out with a wig the next day but uh reminded me that But you were talking about some of the people i know it's a it's a team effort with our video services department um you know the technology has oh, changed, unreal, man. <laughs> and I know you know you used to be the analog guy, and you would have awesome. you know closets full reel to reel, reel, to yeah. reel and tapes. Yeah. Now that it's digital, I mean this idea of you know a guy here being able, Mike LeCision being able to edit something yeah. here and send it to you. How has the technology oh, changed awesome. the process?
2: It's it's just so it's great because. Now, like you said, I remember the first couple years I had to do this, the only place you could edit at Veterans Stadium was in the Fanavision booth. So we're going down a stretch drive, and I'm trying to put this thing together. The only time I can get is after the game in Philadelphia. So I would have to get boxes and boxes of tapes and put them on a cart from the basement, haul them up to Fanavision at 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock at night and work all night and it got all creepy in there, man. You're, you're you know you're you're in fanavision yeah. and it's a glass two window o'clock in the morning, and you're realizing if there's a, a you know serial killer, yeah, there's, well, there's well, I'm, a feral I'm thinking cats. more like Jason <laughs> Friday <about> the <laughs> thirty so he, he sees that I'm the only living person there, and he's making his way around. Uh, that's dog. only that's only Spanky. Don't worry about <laughs> exactly. it. Exactly. Spanky. But you know it was okay because I was locked in there until I had to use the men's room. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I wonder what's in there waiting to chop my head off or whatever.
0: So now you got your feet up, you got a beer in your hand and you're in your living, you know, your, your right. man cave, so this is the pressing, buttons, buttons. Yeah. pressing buttons,
2: instead this is how you do it. This is great. Yeah. But it is amazing mm. that you can email pieces of video back and forth to each other. It's okay. Change this, change that. And it, it's done. It's so quick just to, oh, you know, just gosh. by
0: pushing uh, yeah. buttons now. Um, yeah. The, the technology is great. And you mentioned, you know, you watched a lot of the post season, you know, at home. Right. Right. It's some of those video pieces that the networks put together yeah. are awesome, yes, they, you know, yep. and I think it's the technology, right. you know, allows them to do it right. with quick editing and all that. But, man, and the shots of the players going crazy. They seem like there's a there's a camera yeah, everywhere. Yeah. And the quality of the of the video is great, too. Yeah. You know,
2: well, you know, it's funny because I noticed that the first two games in uh, St. Louis, there weren't any replays. I'm like, what's going on here? And, and it was not covered well, like from mm. on the field. Like, I'm waiting for replays of shots, and they're not there. And I guess because there were so many games at <laughs> right. the start of the playoffs that the uh, you know network resources were limited. But, boy, by the time we got to uh, <laughs> right. the, the San Diego series, the uh, footage that was coming back was just incredible. And it was yeah. from every angle and everywhere. You get
0: to add more and more cameras the yeah. deeper you go yeah, into right, the playoffs, right? right.
2: And, and uh, all the handheld stuff that our guys got and mm. the stuff our guys got in the locker rooms – Celebrations were just awesome. Wow,
0: that's the best part of this year's. I think best part of this year's highlight films are all the celebrations. Yeah. You know, at one point, I think uh, Topper's like JT, how many more games yeah, we got right. to go? And he goes four Topper, wham! Yeah. <laughs> and
2: and, and they, all, they all crying. take a
0: photo
1: on the field, and just yeah, and just, like, yeah. You know, how that song you know, right. "Dancing on My Own" <laughs> came right. around. Yeah,
2: it was, it was, just a, yeah, it, 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 it was a special year that kept getting more and more special. I'm like, wow, this could end this could up could be in a, a great movie. Year. Could end up in a parade, and it really could have.
1: Yeah, and we, we talked about it too. That, uh, and I know someone who's a longtime Phillies employee. It's so great to hear that you know when Trey Turner's press conference oh. when he said that I saw mm. all the you know the electricity through the TV, and I wanted to be part of that. You know. As Philadelphians and as Philadelphia employees wow. and Philadelphia fans, we're so used to getting the negative, you know, all this snowballs and Santa and blah, 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 blah right? right? And he's sick and tired of, you know, yeah. the Philly fans are the worst. Yep. And you know what? They, we're the best. Yeah. And I think that's when people saw right there how mm. Philadelphia fans are the best, yep. where now we have people wanting to come here, like yeah. really – pushing each other out of the way to try to get here, yep. right? Because they saw
0: what this city can do. Yeah. And it was covered well by, you know, TV did a great job covering that and right. shows yeah. Philadelphia going nuts. Yeah, and right? I
2: like the, the the Fox guys, you know, with yeah. Big Poppy, and, and they were into it. They were like, wow, this place is fun. Man. Right, yeah. It's like, and and they were all like, well, it's going to be really hard for anybody to beat this team. In this I, I was
1: watching MLB Network because, again, I think we had Miles going to go right. on one of the – yeah, One of the broadcasts. Yeah, yeah, the early. And so he goes on there. Saw that. and And it was cool because Schwarber comes right. over and Castellanos comes over and and they brought him up on the stage yeah. and he's messing with Miles and he's, you know, they ended, they ended up interviewing them. And this is like, you know, an hour and a half before a huge game. Yeah. Right? A World Series yeah. game. And they're just kind of messing around. Like, they just, I'm like, wow, this is really cool. Yeah. Well, fun. we had
0: Gargano uh, as a guest uh, last week, Vid, yeah. and uh, he was talking about he's good friends with A-Rod, and A-Rod's yeah. like, you got to put me on your radio show because I want to tell the people of Philadelphia how great yeah, I think he, they he are. Could you can know?
2: tell he dug it. Yep. Yeah. And, and, and in the World Series in and I don't know if you remember, <laughs> we were kind of throwing at his head a lot, <laughs> and the, our, our fans were like, ah, so that's what we yeah. want. And I remember at one point A-Rod stopped the game and told the umpire, they're throwing at me. Yeah, and the yeah, umpire said, get back in the box. And the right.
0: place went nuts.
2: <laughs> so I, mean, so I, I didn't know how A-Rod would have uh, felt about it. But I, th- I think now that he sees yeah, it from...
0: Uh, you know, uh, I was asking about the music, too. Um, uh, the uh, particular song. That song at the oh, end okay. of the... Uh, so
2: what happens is we, we do have this huge library of yeah. production music. And it's gotten a lot bigger from the back in 91. And what I try to do is never to repeat a piece of music so I'll just take music that's brand new starting in (laughs) November of uh, whatever the year before was so there's a lot of uh, vocal stuff in there that I'm like I wonder where where Mm. this comes from so I'll listen to it now you can get the music without the vocals if you want but there's vocals in there. And then every once in a while, listen, I'm like, well, that fits with what's huh. going on out there. So this thing about... We you know, rise? We rise again yeah. after we... is the most important part of the journey. After we fall, we rise. And I'm like, that's kind of what happened So that was, but, of, uh, the,
0: the, that was part of the... the production music. The production that, yeah, music. Yeah, we didn't, yeah right. that was not... Um, Here I was thinking, because I know yeah. there have been years past when right. you really want a song. And of course, 1993, uh, the Spin Doctors right. had Two Princes, yeah. and that's yeah. the song that they always played... Uh, you know, right. after wins. And I thought maybe this year, if we went after dancing on our own, if there, was, believe, there some, I
2: believe they did. They, yep. they, well, they, they started, and it's a real complicated yeah. thing as to where it's going to be shown. And where, right. you know, there's certain elements where if you show how it here, much it's going to cost, not a bit, yeah, it's, it's, it's all it's, depending on right. that, right? Like it's not going to cost much if you show it here, but if you show it there, and if I think if it goes on the internet, internet. it's, it's, you know, it it, can, because mm. I, I know our, our scoreboard people have to watch, what they play out there now, if right. it's part of the broadcast, you know, mm-hmm. like I know. And on the
1: internet if you're... Yeah. If you're right, right. There's, yeah. So
2: there's rights fees to everything, which is kind of a shame, but...
1: Well, that song was great. It was yeah, perfect yeah, for Yeah, it, the it ed- really was. Yeah. It really was. Well, and I got to say, you have a very special town because, you know, obviously the video and the editing and all that, and, and you got to be a baseball fan... Yeah, I mean, you're very good as far as knowing music yeah. off the top of your head and saying, you know what, I uh, this moody blues song yeah. would be a great yeah, right, right. lyrics, <laughs> or you know, so and so's comeback, yeah, whatever, yeah. right?
0: All I mean, good things got to come oh, to an yeah, end. Jackson Brown, Jackson Brown singing uh, when uh, Pope passed away and, and when Tug, Tug passed away. Yeah. Uh, video Dan did a great Jackson Brown uh, song to that uh, video that he put right. together.
1: Awesome. So, so Tom, if you were Video's job, if Go you ahead. Had his job.
0: Right. Would you, every would, song Would Jackson Brown be <laughs> like in every Philly's yeah. yearbook? Absolutely. <laughs> I right? would I'd, 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 uh, horseshoe it in there, John. You know that <laughs> uh, video, Dan, I know you're not here as much, but uh, we got a massive uh, fan division board going in yeah, this I year. Heard. Uh, I mean that thing's going to be huge. That's cool, and that's uh, and the and the quality too is yeah, going to be great. Amazing. I think it's going to be yeah. just like you know being in your basement. Yep. So uh, yeah, we're pretty excited, excited about that.
1: And so, uh, speaking of technology, I mean, do you th- what technology do you see coming down the road? That you know, now everyone has players and everybody has cell phones, right. and they can and the cell phone quality for video. Yeah. Like, have you incorporated thought about incorporating? you Know, I don't know, like players like videos that they have that they've taken, or yeah, is that something that- I mean?
2: I, I, I it's funny because I really don't know any of these guys. The only two guys I know on the team are, are Reese and uh, uh, Aaron Nola, Aaron yeah. Nola because uh, once the pandemic hit, yep. nobody could go in there, so I don't mm-hmm. know anybody. This guy, kind of, I've got to meet Bryce a couple times in, in 19. But um, I don't I don't have a relationship with them like the old days. Like the old days, I could sit there and say, hey, what did you just shoot on your phone? Let me use yeah. that. Well,
0: the old days, you go hunting with oh, Steve Petrosian right. yeah, you know, yeah. and, and skiing with Lefty. Yeah. Uh, w- can we ask you what you're working on now? I know uh, you kind of are the Phillies historian, right? and I knew you had some projects that you were banging around. Is there anything uh, that you could tell well, us, it's or my, yeah, it's all I mean, secret? We,
2: I haven't gotten <laughs> green-lighted on any of you, but I, right. would, I, I would love to do a biography series. Yeah. Of and, us? And, uh, yeah, um, yeah. That would be interesting behind the scenes <laughs> but, of
1: backstage of are going bridge
2: but i will put your harry imitations when i do the harry biography <laughs> nice. I, I get more asked more than that from fans like when are you yeah. going to do a biography of harry Callis? And i'm yeah. like it's it's my goal to somehow get that done uh so but and there's a bunch of i want to do a dutch one i want to yeah. do larry boa who's an amazing oh, character yeah. in Philly's history. Philly's Tug, his life is an incredible yep. story, uh, not to mention Jimmy Chase and Ryan, who will be you know yeah. on our walls. Wait, when you do the I'm
1: Tug uh, bio, yeah. make sure to tell the story of when Tom was doing the music and Tug came <laughs> in and said, "Hey, my son is a uh, budding yeah. country superstar. You know, can you play this tape, cassette?" Tape? Yeah. And Tom's like, "No problem, Tugger." And Tug leaves it. Right and goes, in the trash. Yeah, right. And he flips it right in the trash can. Well, the same thing happened to me.
2: Tug, Tug comes up to me and says, "Hey, I got this cassette." I'm like, really? You know, this is my son. He's a country singer. I'm like, Mark is a country singer. He goes, no, it's my other son. I'm like, you have another son? Like, I didn't (laughs) know. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Same exact reaction. Like, dime a dozen. Yeah. Somebody sits in their house and records a little country. Exactly. But then look what happened. Next thing you know. Next thing you know.
1: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help.
0: You know the, uh, the doing the biographies. I know your world opened up uh, when you were doing the Whitey uh, oh, yeah, biography. Yeah. When you had, got access to all those home movies home and movies. the things that he shot, oh, yeah. that was
2: that was like I said. Okay, now we really have to do something. Yeah, because it was you know all my life, all I've heard about that Tilden, Nebraska boys, my grade school teacher, and like it was like I wonder what this place is like, you know. And so all of a sudden, there's Tilden, Nebraska on my television set and kids playing football out in the street. And I'm like, oh, we got to go there now. We have to see this place. Right. And so rich junior and I yeah. drove out there from, we went with a team to Kansas city and drove it was about six hours through the heartland. And I said, okay, we got to do this biography now. And this ah. is just so cool to be, and so, you know, I want, I'd want i love to go to Dutch's hometown. Darren yeah, right. Dalton would be a great one. That's yeah, a good one. Yeah. yeah. Kansas. Uh, so there, there's a few things that, I, that are on my bucket list. I hope I get right. to do. But. So
1: Mike Tolan went from doing the videos uh, to becoming a major Hollywood. Yes. Sorry, but you're more down to earth, right? <laughs> I know. I'm kidding about my. I love Mike. Mike's totally down to earth. But. You've chosen not to go the Hollywood route. Well, yeah, you've gone. Like, who that, would want to.
2: I mean, <laughs> you've I, I, gone the Jersey Shore route, exactly. right? <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, it, well, the, the weird thing is, I like Mike. I grew up as a huge Phillies fan, and I'm in the middle of the clubhouse. Why would I want to leave? You know, it's like this is I I, I don't have I don't need a mansion and a you know. Uh, the yeah. Sports car and stuff. I, I, this is good, right I love here. It. All right, one Living other question. The you dream. mentioned
1: you know doing a well, you got to do a Charlie Manuel, yeah, oh. documentary too. No, Charlie the would be the only be
2: problem is there's no real footage of Charlie in yeah. his youth. You know, I mean, there's just the legend. I yeah. wish I had like the could Japanese. you get Japanese,
1: yeah, Japanese baseball footage. I don't know. I'd <laughs>
0: I we, mean, did, we said it on the last podcast. You gotta, I gotta see that clip when Charlie charges the mound and yeah. the guy runs away from. Him. <laughs> yeah,
2: that would be priceless. <laughs> I would love to and see. I can't that. blame that guy. How about like anybody
1: like from 2008 on? Could you see? Oh, I want it. Like, Jimmy
2: Chase and Ryan are the guys. I, I mm-hmm. those three because uh, we have footage. We went back to Chase's batting cage where he went when was a kid. Right, and the guy that owned it then owns it now. He said he would come in with twenty dollars. And he'd spend that in the first hour, and I'd just let him keep going. Mm. And he'd stay there oh, for five hours right? and hit baseballs. And I'm like, this is really cool. Yeah. And then Jimmy Jimmy has great footage of him in high school. Yeah,
1: basketball yeah. player.
2: Well, yeah, but the, he hit a walk-off home run to win the state hmm. tournament for his high school team. And, and we have footage of it. It's like wow. gold. And then I went out to Ryan Howard's hometown the day he was named Rookie of the Year. We drove around his high school and talked to his teachers, and so I have all this stuff of them that I can you know use that before they became yeah. big star footage more footage. And, and yeah,
0: I've never asked you this. What is your favorite movie of all time, and what is your favorite sports movie of all time?
2: Okay, well it's the same. It's the Field of Dreams. Field of and, Dreams, and it was. Um, and I remember if you had told me what Field of Dreams is about before I went to see it, I would probably wouldn't have gone like ghosts coming in a cornfield. What right. huh? <laughs> I remember. Going to see it, uh, it was the first date with my wife. Hmm. And I didn't know what the movie was about. And I'm watching this movie, and at the end of the movie, I'm ball And I'm nice. like, this is my last date with her. She's going to look at me and say, this guy's, you know, a sissy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the lights come on. And sorry, all- sorry, audience out there. Yes. Yeah,
1: Dan is being insensitive. Uh, and
2: all of a sudden, the lights come on, and there's all these, like, giant biker guys. Yeah, and throw yeah. A ball Everybody's and crying. Out. I'm like, see? It's mm-hmm. not just me. And she's like, I don't get it. And I'm like, no, you wouldn't. This is a father-son thing. And right. is that
0: why it's your favorite? It's just yeah. that whole message. Yeah. It's the way it was all done, the yeah. story. And,
2: and once again, the music was music so was great. Good in that. Yeah. And, and, and the music moved you along and it was, and so that sort of stuck in my head yeah. like how powerful it
0: Video, was. I saw it with my dad for the first oh, time man. in a movie theater. We never went to the movies together. Yeah. My mom was down the shore. It was just me and my dad, you know, for like yeah. a week and, you know, being bachelors and, uh, Hey, let's go see uh, yeah. this movie. And, uh, the lights come on yeah. and I'm a mess. Yeah. And I think my dad, you know, he's from the
2: you know, yeah, greatest generation, generation, you know, and, uh, my I, dad didn't <laughs> react either. He's like, well, I don't get it. And I'm like, never. Uh, exactly. <laughs> you don't need to get it. I do.
1: I never <laughs> saw a movie of my dad.
0: <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Never. There weren't many, uh, not like that. Yeah, I might yeah. have, I, actually, I think I might've saw Rocky. Way back when. We'd
0: go to the drive-ins for, like, yeah. Love Bug or some chitty-chitty bag yeah, bang. Yeah. but uh, You know, <laughs> <in> the drive-in. <laughs> but
2: You know what's funny is I'll walk in my house, and, and Field of Jeans will be on just randomly on yes. TV, and I'll walk through, and my kids will be there. Uh, mom, dad's here. you gonna start crying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Well, you're gonna give this uh, quiz, Johnny Boy. Well, I hope uh, again. He's our first repeat
1: customer, and he had a quiz mm. way back when. You can Quished go back to former podcasts and I and video. B- before we get to the quiz, you said you were you've been uh, consuming a lot of our uh, past yes, podcasts. Yes. So do you have some favorites of our past Finding podcasts? Your
2: flaws. Actually. Yes. Um, no, they, they, they've all been really good. It's funny because I listed them. Okay, I want to hear this. I want to hear that. I want to hear, and I wound up listening to pretty much most of them.
0: Nice. Yeah. I, I was just with Kelly Adario downstairs, well, and that Jim was a Buck. Great yeah, one. and Jim Buck was down there yesterday, and uh, Kelly said I was a guest on the podcast. I told Jim, I said we had a bleep half of it. So <laughs> yeah, right.
2: Pretty much. It was close. <laughs> right. Kelly right. brought her attitude with her. Absolutely.
0: Exactly
1: right. All right, video. So we did your video, or we did a quiz before, right? And you did very well. I, I well remember Right, wheelhouse. Right, and I Bruce don't even have a Bruce Spring. Yeah, I, good. Don't so there's no Bruce Springsteen and no, here.
2: No, no. Uh, what's his name? What the match game. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I think, I think the, the. Charles well, Nelson Riley? Yeah, I can't say that. may have run anymore. its course that. Uh, MC Russell, I'm it's sure been I got four, four year blood. inside Kill joke. <laughs> all, right. all right.
0: We will. All right. I'll, uh, and Anthony Gargano dude, last week like, he didn't know who Gene Rayborn or uh, yeah. Charles Nelson Riley yeah. was. and you know. How do you not know Charles Nelson Riley? Really? The dude wrote his whole life. Like, he wasn't watching I'm TV. Kidding, kidding. He's not a yeah. big TV yeah. guy. He's all about sports and yeah. writing and talking about it.
1: Vintage, I think you're going to do very well. Eight questions, multiple choice, and you have to get at least six. Okay. Okay. And uh, Tom, what does he win? Something fanatic
0: related. We'll get him a copy of uh, Bedlam at the back. Oh, wait. You can get it for free. That's
2: right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, before we get into that, I, I, so I go on to watch it on YouTube, and I find out all the old video yearbooks are on there. Oh. Isn't it, it's so, the greatest. So, the Phillies
0: have a YouTube channel, right. and it's awesome. So it's for awesome. anybody
2: who's curious about, like, Bobby Abreu not doing it well, you can watch yeah. that. You yeah. can, you just get, it's the Phillies video yearbook, whatever that year was, and they all have different titles. But I think they got have pretty much since 1999 or since 98 on yeah and and it's fun to go back and watch those Absolutely. When, you, when you're not
1: listening to uh back yeah, yeah. Uh, for, <laughs> no,
2: some
0: of the fanatic uh old videos that we did together yeah, are on yeah, there, uh there. video yeah. and uh you gotta tell uh, the story uh, you went to pump your gas the other day
2: yeah and, I went and, and so uh, and the, the guy that pumps my gas always says are you guys doing a video yearbook this year and he asked me last year and last year was the first year since i had retired that i said i'm not sure yet and we Came up with this arrangement where I'd write it and send it in here and these guys, and it worked. The year wasn't good, and, and but it was good to get the bugs out of it for this year, so it was perfect. So, But I, I think we showed it on NBC Sports, and I said, that's where you can watch it. So it was, wasn't really easily accessible, and uh, I pulled up to get guests. I said, uh, hey, we did a video yearbook, and you can watch it on YouTube. He goes, great. As soon as I'm done pumping your gas, I'm going to go in there and watch it. And I'm like, wow, that's right. It's that easy. It's yeah. that, easy? that easy. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: So yeah. people uh, all over the country are not uh, working They're in their offices watching. Uh, I hope
1: so. <laughs> well, <laughs> right now we are at 114,000 people that have viewed it already. Yeah, it's awesome. So hopefully it'll get even bigger. So, all right. Thanks for the visit. Let's get down to business. Now
2: here's your chance to show how much you really know. He might get grumpy if he can't stump you with. Pressure's
1: Quiz. First question. Yes. Using a minimum of having played at least 30 games as a 2022 Philly, right? Who is the youngest active player? Who is the youngest active player? Is it Nick Maton, Matt Vierling, Brandon Marsh, or Bryson Stott? Brandon Marsh. Brandon Marsh. Correct. Is correct. Did you know that? Yes. course.
2: I watch TV, Bryce. All right, that's good. Follow this
1: team. Let's see how much you watch TV, (laughs) video. All right, Uh, (laughs) number two, Bryce Harper had 22 hits in the postseason. Who was second on the team with 14 hits? Was it JT? Was it Alec Boehm? Was it Gene Segura? Or is it Reese Hoskins?
2: I'm gonna go Reese.
1: You know what? I th- I've been at doing this quiz to some people around yeah, here, yeah. and that's a popular answer. But no, JT. JT, actually, fourteen that. hits. Huh, fourteen yep.
0: hits. He had a great postseason. Huh.
1: All right. Which celebrity did not take part in a fanatics skit during the playoffs? Okay. Which celebrity did not take place uh, take part in a fanatics skit during Charles the playoffs? Wilson Riley, <laughs> <laughs> Jason Kelsey, Tyrese Maxey, Sherry O'Terry, Miles Teller. Hmm. T- Jason Kelsey, Tyrese Maxey. Sherry O'Terry. I say
2: Sherry O'Terry. That was on the road, right? You saw her. I no, Sherry O'Terry did the cheerleading Yeah, scene. the perfect cheer ah, with, with the fanatic. With the fanatic. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, so Sherry was, was here. It
0: Tyrese? Tyrese. We okay. tried to get Tyrese. We thought we had him because he did it during the season. He did. Yeah, he, did right? he did in-game broadcast, okay. yeah. which that
1: wasn't on the video. Yeah? Nope. Right. That's kind of in, in a slower time. Yeah. That would be. No, that would that be, be yeah. a moment. That would be. Uh, but obviously, we. A lot of things hit the cutting room floor. All right, Tyrese. Um All right. I have. I'm going to give you a choice. Do you want a, because I've kind of going back and forth. Do you want a baseball question, or do you want something about Kyle Schwarber? Baseball. All right. With a minimum of seven innings pitched, who had the best postseason ERA of 1.17? A minimum of seven innings pitched. Was it Ranger Suarez, Connor Brogdon, Sir Anthony Dominguez, or Dave Robertson? Connor Brogdon. Dave Robertson, Dave Robertson. Wow. And, and Connor Brogdon was a was a now they all had Ranger at a one point two three Connor at a two point oh eight right. and Sir Anthony had one point six nine but uh, Dave Robertson one point one seven how awesome. about that okay you know I'm gonna give you a bonus question I'm gonna give you nine questions since you're since you've been missing a couple
2: obviously of I haven't been paying attention
1: <laughs> right, it's a bonus question video so now it's nine I lied it's not eight nine okay. uh, narrator Kyle Schwarber played baseball at University of Indiana which former or current major leaguer did not play baseball at Indiana. Mickey Morandini, Ted Kluszewski, Alex Dickerson, or Bobby Thigpen?
2: No idea, so I'll say Bobby Thigpen. <laughs> Bobby Thigpen is, is correct. correct.
1: He played at Mississippi State. Nice. All right, now you're back. All right. Uh, which of these Phillies did not have a walk-off home run? This should be a, Ooh, no, yeah. a walk-off hit, not a walk-off home run. Okay. Which of these Phillies did not have a walk-off hit in 2022? Okay, Bryson Stott, Nick Maton, Garrett Stubbs, Derek Hall. There call. There calls correct. correct. Yeah. And uh, he had
2: a lot of big hits. When he big won. hits, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, that's another same
1: a, same thing in a slower time. Yeah, yeah. Derek Hall would have been a big story, We'd right? Been at his house, so many stories. Yeah, exactly. well, he's, he's going on the uh, he's going on the Philly yeah, vacation. vacation. Yeah, Philly vacation. We're awesome. heading to Jamaica on Tuesday.
2: Vid. Uh, uh, I've stayed at that place. It's amazing. Oh, have you? In fact, go see Bob Marley's birthplace. Really? It's Is it, it close? It's, it's, no, it's a three-hour bus ride up, uh, up I, to the mountains.
0: Oh, my wife would love that.
2: where are we going? To the cemetery? Which are we going to, Tom? Exactly.
0: What shopping are we going to do? We can stay oh, no. by the pool. But Derek Hall's uh, coming cool. and uh, coming with us. And uh, the highlight film was great for. I mean, he. I forgot. You know yeah. what a great addition he yeah. was uh, yep. mid-season. It was yep. awesome. All right, Manager Rob Thompson was a catcher and third baseman in which
1: organization mm. from 1985 to 88? Was it the Tigers, Twins, Brewers, or Blue Jays? Tigers. Tigers. Correct.
0: Yeah, I thought we were going to get... Blue Jays. Right, I thought I was going to throw you off Canadian with a little Blue Jays, yeah. right. Well, you, all had, right. You, had, you missed three in a row, but you just came back and you've gotten three in a row, good. so now you've got two more left. Wow. Uh, all right, I think you're going to know this because you're these a music guy. This question. is a music
1: <laughs> question because your name is Video. That's a good point. Right? Not Audio. Not audio, not audio Dan. <laughs> what was the first music video ever shown on MTV in 1981? Do you know the answer?
2: Radio killed the or video. Killed the radio. Star, yeah, not exactly. audio. Killed the radio video.
1: Killed the radio right. by the Buggles. Right. Yes. Uh, I don't even. I, I was going to give you either, You better run by Pat Benatar. <laughs> take take yeah. on me by Aha. The tide is high by Blondie. But you got it. <laughs> yeah. Video killed the radio. You didn't even need nah. the multiple choice. All right. Last question. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh, you live near Atlantic City, right? Like. 100 feet. 100 feet from Atlantic (laughs) City, right. Right. That's why I couldn't say you live in Atlantic City because then Scott Brando, who's our big critic, would say... Uh, They were trying to go mistake-free this podcast. Have we we gone mistake-free yet? (laughs) I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. All right, you lived near Atlantic City. Which casino was the first legal casino to open on the East Coast uh, on Resorts. May 26th, 1978, Resorts, oh, Resorts Merv Griffin. National. Absolutely. Yes. Wow. So what What was his final tally, Tom? Uh, he wound up uh, getting six out of nine. That's what he needed. He needs six. Bang. So he wins something that we haven't even told you we're going to win. I would come Perfect. up with something. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> An autographed picture by Charles Nelson Reilly.
2: That works for me. There
1: you go. Was there a better
0: guy we could have had for our first repeat no. Uh, guest.
2: You have had Jim Salisbury on a couple of times. I've noticed.
0: Actually, maybe we did. Oh, uh, we did. Well, yeah. that was different because that, so that was a playoff run, right? right.
1: right. That was a special 20-minute, you know, recap of yeah. the playoffs. Yeah, and series. how about
0: that announcement that he's yeah, moving on? Yeah. yeah. I talked to him, him yesterday. So, uh, did
1: you, yeah, one of my... Favorite people, yeah, really one tremendous. of my favorites. And such a great mm-hmm. writer. And talk about, you know, just like Video, who had a great relationship with the players, yeah, yeah. of which gave him access to the players that nobody else could have gotten. Uh, Jim was the same thing. Jim was a trusted guy that yeah. the players knew and trusted. And, and that's a big thing, trust, you know, with the media yeah. and, and the players. And and when we talk, you know, one of my favorite things that I ever saw in spring training was when Jim wanted to do a story on Billy Wagner's fastball. Right. And I guess oh. Jim caught And he, Billy, agreed to have Jim catch him in a bullpen session in spring training, which, again, a lot of players wouldn't, want to do that yeah, right for, right there, Jeez. right, and or, or, a lot of writers wouldn't want to yeah, do it either right. yeah. catching 100 mile per hour fastball yeah so, Wow, yeah
0: well and it's been um we you know angelo cataldi yeah. and uh, ray Didinger, you know and jim salisbury there have been a lot of guys who've been yeah. stepping well, that's down the thing this too. Like, it's video it's hard to
1: go back to this but but again in a slow time <laughs> yeah. not just the fanatic but you could have done it something on jim gardner and, and yeah. Jim you know, Gardner, all the different right. guys sure, yeah. that did uh, you know Mark Zumoff and right. uh, yeah. Angelo and all the ones that we had retirees. Yeah. You know that would have been a story in a slow time, right? Exactly. But such Agreed. a great, such a great year.
2: Yep. Yeah. Well, that was a good. The good part is that you go through those slow time videos to get to these. And uh, right on. I, I think we're going to go on a roll now for a while, guys. I, I just it's that whole thing they they learn how to win every because Schwarber was the only guy that had a World Series ring going into spring training, and yep. then boom, now we got. 25 guys of the World Series. Exactly. Right. Right, last yeah. question before
1: Tom wraps up is, uh, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Um, a prediction of who is next year's narrator. Who would wow, be? that's who, a good wow. question. Who would be a good person? You huh. think looking back right now, who could you? Who could be that narrator? Wow. Um, hmm. Knowing their personality, knowing. Right.
2: You know? Yeah, I mean, it's funny because there, there are certain guys' voices that I, 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 I could hear and say, that wouldn't work for an hour, you know, and and, mm. and other guys that wouldn't probably be comfortable doing it. Um, and then, like, like for example, Reese, when I asked him to do it, he, he was like a professional already. He was right. Right. great. Yeah, he's, and he, Kyle was great. Real good. Uh, I, I would love to get Bryce to do it. Yeah. And I, I, it would just and, – and it was funny because when he won the MVP in, in uh, 21 – we sort of belatedly asked him. Or, and then they, they decided, you know what? He's got a lot on his plate. Let's not. Let's wait till we have a good ending before we ask him. So mm-hmm. hopefully...
0: Well, and you showed him Bedlam at the bank right. that uh, he had a little bit of the time in the booth. Right, right. You know, which, and, uh, which
2: I wasn't even... That was one of those things I was going to cut. And I'm like, no, I like this too much. He was... Because yeah. you get to see him and his personality and yeah. playing off Crucky, And, you know, Crucky's my hero. I love John. And so anything he's involved with... It's going to work. But, yeah, I, I that would be my dream would be to get Bryce. To
0: well, I, that's not who I thought you were going to say. I thought, you know, knowing that Schwarber was a first-year player with right. the team this year, I thought, well, Trey, Trey Turner, Turner yeah. could be that kind of spark plug yeah. player too. I think yeah. the guy's going to be all over the field just yeah. doing everything, and yeah. he's just going to really put a stamp on this team. Yeah,
2: well, hopefully. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah. and, and uh, that's the good thing is that Kyle sort of broke the ice. So I think other guys are like, I could do that. You know, I could – because yeah. that's, that's what happened in the past. The one guy that – didn't fit that mold was Chase cuz you know he doesn't like doing stuff like that but it's like chase come on you got to you and jimmy and ryan and like and he wound up doing it twice hey, yeah. chase yeah. is coming go.
1: chase is coming to fantasy camp this year really yes oh, so, that's awesome You know, maybe these guys are uh, got him out of london
2: Yeah. him out of london i hope somebody's shooting that or i hope there's a crew there it's good stuff.
0: I'll go down with my iPhone.
2: There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Start <laughs> shooting some video. Well, video, maybe we need you to yeah, come really? down. Yeah, really. That sounds like a, really? a
0: an excuse to when go to that? Clearwater. When is that,
1: Or the... when you do the Chase documentary, you Damn. can come down to Fantasy Camp. If I can come with you to London, ah, and I can give you a little background fun, on England, it? and because uh, t- you know Chase is the ambassador to. I baseball.
2: can't imagine Chase in London. That's just that's amazing. <laughs> that's cool, though.
0: <laughs> yep. Yeah, good times. Video, Dan, we loved, uh, again, uh, talking with you. It's always great to see you. So thanks for uh, joining Phillies Backstage. My pleasure. All right, John, we're signing off then. To the great video. Looking forward to a third time with you in a year or two. Hey, we'll do it. All right, well, thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll see you next time on Phillies Backstage.